When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. to the Phoenix Sports Podcast. You know me, and you know who it is. It's your girl. DJ Mech. Michaela Perkins and the one, the only, Shonda Paz. Yo, yo. I feel like I am semi-alive. The last time I did the show, I was not well. It's been a while since we've had like a normal show where we've gotten to yeah. like get a full night's sleep before yeah. and prep fully <laughs> and it's both of us and we're in the studio right yeah I, nice. i'm sorry to everyone that had to watch that show <laughs> with me coming back from nashville i was not well um it's it was a rough one and then i just got back from las vegas we were at the nba summer league my body is so mad at me i have a sinus infection a double ear infection and i could sleep for probably the next 48 consecutive hours ear so infections are quite literally the worst thing I know. I'd rather lose an arm. I can't hear anything. So if I keep going, what? It's because not because I'm ignoring you. It's because my ears are closed. It's Saturday then. It's, it's Saturday, Saturday Sunday. What? What's up to the fam? Hi, Chris. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Charles. Hi, Connor. Hello, everyone. It is so good to see you, Elizabeth. Thank you guys for joining us in the chat. If you're here, drop a comment. We love to include you in the show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave us a fine star review. Before we get into the show, which we actually have a lot to talk about today, yeah. I want to give a shout out to our friends at Circle K. I was just doing something, a little top secret, oh. a little exciting. I can't give anything away, but we're super excited about uh, a project we've been working on for a while. It's going to be coming up and it's going to be released soon. But I was just out in the heat, you know, working up a sweat, mm-hmm. doing this project. I had to get gas on the way back to the studio. And of course, I stopped at Circle K, got myself a little I Red stopped Bull. I Circle K this morning, actually, too. Yeah, I needed to refuel after the project we were working on. So. I've been on the gas pumps. You have been on the gas. Yeah. We saw you in Las Vegas. Did in, Saul in tell Las you Vegas? that? Yes. Oh, he's we, international. Are you shitting me? Everyone that was at, in Vegas can attest. I am yes. a... Fuck an international sex symbol. I am a national sex symbol. <laughs> we, Coming to a Circle K near you. What? In Las Vegas? Yes, That's crazy. Yes, we filled up at Circle K, obviously, because Circle K is our homies. Yeah, leaving Las Vegas. A- and guess who showed up on the gas pump? That's, Sean DePaz. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't, even, I didn't know I had it like that. It damn. was massive. In It was in Las Vegas. Very <laughs> unexpected. But thank you, Circle K, for not only fueling up my car, but giving me the Red Bull that I need to recuperate after the super secret top project I was just working on. Because I needed it. Your girl was struggling a little bit. Um, we are obviously so excited to partner with Circle K. You can check out your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer, and snack selection and premium gas. My Jeep in the garage is very happy with the gas that is in it right now. Make sure you're not missing out on all of this great stuff right now text phnx to 31310 to enter their sms subscriber club and get a buy one get one free offer on 32 ounce polar pops head to circlek.com slash store locator to find a circle k near you while you're at it and you're signing up for things go ahead and sign up at BetMGM. you guys they're obviously the best sports book for a reason have you been betting on there re- recently oh, of course i'm so happy baseball's back there was no sports to bet on the other day well, yeah there were 
I bet on Summer League because I'm always on the app. But um, yeah, we got baseball back, so I'm excited to. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be placing a few tonight. Trust. Yeah, betting on baseball is definitely my favorite thing to bet on. I think. Yeah, same. out of all the sports, yeah. I feel like I can make the most money off of baseball because I. It's, it's my favorite sport. I pay yeah. most attention to football or, or to baseball. So, <laughs> well, if you haven't already, download the BetMGM app and sign up with code PHNX. All you have to do is log into the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android. You can also play the BetMGM MLB free to play game from May 27th to September 7th. You can be a batter and pick an area of the strike zone. Depending on the area of the strike zone you pick, you will get a single, a double, triple, or a home run or a pop out and receive a prize associated with that type of hit if you haven't signed up for bet mgm yet use bonus code phnx there are a few different offers depending on where you live but for our arizona audience place your first bet offer and receive up to a thousand dollars back in bonus bets if it loses with bet mgm again make sure you use promo code phnx and here is shane to talk about some stuff Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Everyone's making fun of me for saying some stuff. It's a disclaimer. I'm sorry. You know, I'm just, I'm not in the right headspace. At least you owned up to it. Yeah, Yeah, it's fine. Um, Well, speaking of baseball, we have a lot to talk about because the All-Star game, All-Star week was this past week. And a lot of good things happened. And I'm so excited about it, Sean. Yeah, so am I. We have four four dudes up in Seattle. Not two, not even three, but four. Four Diamondbacks players in the All-Star game. Yep. Zach Gallon, Corbin Carroll, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., and Geraldo Perdomo. Um, obviously, Gallon was the starting pitcher. Obviously, and I mean, because who else were they going to pick? It was, I mean, the the manager. Who managed the National League team, you know, off the top of your head? Uh, uh, Rob Thompson. Rob Thompson, yeah. He, there was a video that came out of him riding to uh, the stadium or the red carpet with, with Zach Gallon, and he was talking to him, and he's like, his numbers were just undeniable. Tampering. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I saw something today about Juan Soto potentially going to the Phillies. Soto and Gallon. Oh, God. Anyways, we don't got to worry about that now because that Gallon is our all-star. Um, and, yeah, his numbers were just undeniable. Of course, he was a starter. Yeah. Highlighted. He had one inning of, of no-run baseball. Yep. Highlighted by a strikeout of the one, the only, the future Arizona Diamondback, Shohei Otani. Which, by the way, was not an electric at-bat. Because when yeah. Shohei comes up to bat like you're like oh this is like a guaranteed on base somehow. well yeah and it was in seattle with the entire stadium chanting come to seattle yeah to shohei which was like, very intimidating yeah it was it was a hell of an environment and it was a hell of a moment and that's the best player in the world yeah the best but like when shohei time. steps into the box you're like oh he's getting on base somehow yeah. if not just like well, slamming one had, to deep you, right you field. mentioned we talked about betting on baseball earlier i had bet on the all-star game for shohei otani to be the first person to get a hit yeah and i wasn't trying to fade zach gallon necessarily but it's, it's shohei Gave me good odds because that's what they do at MGM. Right. And uh, Zach Gallon was not looking out for my wallet. He was looking out for himself. Struck out Shohei. Which we have a screenshot of, by the yeah, way, because do, yeah. this needs to live in infamy. Like, hang this in the Oval Office. <laughs> hang this in the lore. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, we Toshi's need this. off to the side giving me a dirty look. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. Uh, hang this in the Oval Office. Well, just look at him. Just sword. Look at this. Sword. Swing and a miss. Like, the biggest whiff of all time. Yeah, and he got our him. Zach Gallon did it was that. A hell of a, it was a hell of a pitch that got him to it. Might have been the best curveball I've ever yeah, seen. It was, a, it was a hell of a pitch. Um, it was unreal. And again, that's, the, that's the best player on the Zach Gallon. The struck out Shohei Otani, inject it in my veins. So that was that was probably 
the highlight of of the of the um the all-star game yeah i mean like like we talked about at this point zach gallon's numbers are undeniable undeniable Um, i believe we have the odds from bet mgm for his we do cy young because Um, we are halfway through the season now we are halfway through the season and he is the favorite he is duh duh Um, he is what is that plus plus 250 plus plus 280 can you 240 240. plus 240 favorite uh ahead of uh, Clayton Kershaw from the team that shall not be named. Blech. Not spending any time in the American League other than to say Garrett Cole's not the favorite. Haha, ha, you suck. I hate the Yankees. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said. But how, okay, can we just take a second? Like, we had four Diamondbacks yeah. players in the All Star game. We have someone that is a pitcher, a starting pitcher that is leading right now, odds wise, for yes. the National League Cy Young Award. We also have someone that is leading for the National League Rookie of the Year. Yes. Like, how far there, yeah. we've come. That man is, we mi- were, that is, man is minus money at this point for the rookie of the year. <laughs> we were rock bottom three seasons ago. Yeah. No, and, that's what I was saying. Oh, well, like, think about how far away or how, like, coming from last year where you had Joe Mantiply, which all due respect to Joe, but not really. Sorry, Joe Mantiply. Kind of sucked this year. But, um, <laughs> like, it was just kind of like, yo, every team needs to have somebody. We're going to throw in a reliever. And now we have four bona fide all-stars, two of which yeah. started. It was awesome. And if you don't believe us um, that Zach Gallon should be rookie of the year, uh, the people agreed, for the record. Um, Fox Sports held a fan vote. Um, I believe we have a picture of that as well. Uh, yeah. Held a fan vote. And they... The fans agree. The fans agree that Zach Gallen is the midseason NL Cy Young. Um, and that says something to me because it was a fan vote. Yeah. And people don't tend to be giving the Arizona teams this kind of respect on a no. national perspective. But getting back to what I was saying earlier about Zach Gallen's numbers being undeniable, like even even the fans who might not be watching a lot of a lot of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball, which if you haven't been, you should because it seems fun. Yeah. But um, even even on a national scale, he's getting recognition he deserves. So that that is always nice. To see. Yeah, which is crazy because like if we're talking about teams getting overlooked, just go ahead and pencil in the Diamondbacks oh, yeah, for absolutely. constantly being in the overlooked conversation. So like the fact that it was, I know it's just a fan of voted award and we're not like, you know, trying to make the biggest deal in the world out of it. It's not like he's won the actual Cy Young yet, but the fact that it's a fan voted award and people outside yeah. of the state of Arizona are recognizing the fact that Zach Gallen is a potential Cy Young winner is great. Yeah. Like, I mean, I you're, love you're it. having the fans <laughs> say that you're having the people that obviously watch the team every day and, and cover the team, even though I mean, I'm a fan too. Um, like, and you were having the odds makers who, uh, they don't, they don't let feelings and stuff get involved. They just do this based on, on numbers and stats and, and stuff like that. And they think that guy is going to be a Cy Young too. So it is, uh, all looking good for, for him, but obviously there's a whole second half of the, the yeah. season. Well, let's see if you would put your money where your mouth is right now. Do you think Zach Gallen is a lock for the national league Cy Young award? Oh, a lock. No, a lock. no, 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 no. Yeah. No. Uh, first off, Clayton Kershaw has been really good, and if he gets healthy and stays healthy, and it's really close, I'm worried about what the you know the LA bias might do there. Um, plus, it's you know baseball is hard. It's a whole second half of the season. Zach Gallon did not pitch well on the road. Um, didn't pitch well in day games really either. It seemed like so. If he can't figure that out, it's going to be a lot harder for him to win that award. Doing that for a whole year. Yeah. Um, Obviously, he's still the favorite, and if I'm if I'm choosing somebody right now, I'm still going to be choosing Zach Gallon. Yeah, but like if you're going to open the bet and yeah, that, exactly. you're putting your money on Zach Gallon. Yeah, 100. But I I am by no means I'm not putting my my life savings on it. Like I'm not. I don't think it's a lock by any means. Yeah. He still definitely needs to. We perform. haven't even hit the trade deadline yet, so there's a lot of variables that can change. Um, 
yeah. that don't we don't know that are going to impact the team. But yeah. I am just so impressed with the Diamondbacks, and I could shout that from the mountaintops forever and for always yeah. for this season. I honestly think they have far exceeded my expectations of what I thought this team was going to accomplish oh, coming into this year. And so this season is already a win for me. Obviously, I want them to remain competitive, and I want them to try to like get into the playoffs. But regardless of what happens from this point forward, like I am so proud of this team, and they have so far exceeded all of my expectations yeah. that I had for them. So it's just been great having something to cheer for and something to like get behind and support. But I mean, I'm just, I can't wait to see how the second half of the season plays out. And now it's like, it's go time. Like yeah. we have the trade deadline right around the corner. People are talking about in the chat. Goldie Goldie's trade. on the market, baby. He's on if, the market. Okay, bring, him this, bring him home. There was a graphic listen. posted today no, that no, Jacob no. sent me <laughs> from somebody. I don't remember who posted it, but it, they had four teams on the bottom of where is Goldie going to play the second half of the season. Had four logos. One of them was the team he currently plays on. And another one was the Arizona Diamondbacks. Listen to me. You guys, if you've been watching this podcast, you have known. All the people in the chat, I need What's you to back Goldie me girl? up. I have said it's that it is possible for Goldie to come back and play for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And if that actually happens, I'm going to be the most unbearable person on the face of the planet. Because I was talking about Goldie coming back to Arizona three weeks ago. Yeah, four no, weeks yeah. ago. It was definitely... Uh... Yeah, no. You and were, you everyone thought it. it was crazy. They're like, "No way, that's not gonna happen." I didn't think it would happen this year, um, but apparently, it just. It, I mean, obviously, it's still a ways to well. I am it, about to be on the level of Derek being the mayor of Phoenix, annoying if that actually happens. <laughs> I will never let oh anybody God. hear the end of this because I've been saying this for at least three to four yeah, weeks. Yeah, no, you've been you have been on it. So, you have been on it for a while. We'll mm -hmm. see though. We'll see. The we'll deadline's see. still a little ways away. <laughs> it's go time though, and it's not like we necessarily need a first baseman per se. Yeah, but I mean, we need a, a power bat, and he could play. DH. DH would be looking pretty good. And he's, yeah, yeah. You know, um, he's a little getting And then you know so. what? Lincoln, uh, Nolan Arenado, have him play third. Gambo shot that down this morning. I don't care about Gambo. I don't care. Gambo, stop rating on my parade, Gambo. <laughs> come for my life, Trade Reaper, but bring Arenado here. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, you mentioned a lot about the like this team exceeding your expectations and how exciting it is and being a big second half. A big part of that, of course, is a young man, a young short man. man named uh it's not that short he's pretty damn short he's very short shorter than you that's for damn sure well, everyone's shorter than me i'm not except for you and jacob jacob and you are in china the only everyone in this <laughs> office is full of tall people jesse's taller than you oh yeah Bo's taller than you Saul's okay. Probably all right okay i digress i digress anyways i'm talking about corbin carroll uh really good at baseball like we said uh you want to talk about a lock lock for rookie of the year um like he he is the best player on this team um yeah. And he got to start in the All-Star game as well. And it was especially important because it was home his hometown of yep. Seattle. Um, didn't really do anything in the All-Star game. Went 0 for nope. 2. Um, kind of a bummer. Kind of a bummer. That, that, that sucks a little, a little bit. A little bit of a letdown. Um, but, you know, he's playing the best pitchers in the league. Um, but, I mean, it was outside of the, the performance. It was just really awesome to see him back in Seattle in his hometown. Yeah, there, there was, all his family was there, yeah, which his, is so his, cool his to family, see. Yeah, he was with his whole family on the red carpet uh, beforehand. Um Shorter than his like eighteen year old sister, by the way. His Ooh. sister is taller than him too. His whole what is it with girls always being taller than boys? I don't know. Well, I mean, in in like it's not in like I mean, school age. Oh, school like age. Girls grow faster. They grow they, fa they, they, girls are done growing. Yeah, faster. Huh. Than, like boys grow until sense. they're like twenty four. Yeah, checks out. Yeah. Well, biology lesson for you. Um, um, Corbin Carroll still has time to grow. Then yeah, he's not twenty four yeah, yet. Yeah, exactly. He might be yeah. getting taller. He might be growing he might a little bit. Taller, everybody. Oh boy, God! Let Corbin Carroll hit a growth spurt. It's GGs for the MLB. It's not even a question. Oh my! He's gonna do one. Eat your heart out, Ellie De La Cruz. 
Anyways, um, like I said, didn't do a whole lot in the game, but it was really awesome to see him, see him in Seattle. You mentioned his whole family was there. He ran into one of his old teachers from like middle school. Yeah. Um, it was great to see. I mean, I'm just see, yeah. happy. I, I think before we knew who was going to the All-Star game, I wanted Corbin Carroll to go yeah, more than anyone else. Yeah. Purely for the storyline of him going back home for yeah. his first we time on the All-Star game. Best. He'll never have this opportunity again. It won't, yeah. won't be in Seattle again in his career. For like the next 30 years. Yeah. And by so, then, he's probably going to And if he's done. still playing then... Um, He's we not making all star games at that point. Yeah. He, geez. And if he is, if he played 30 forever. years, you're probably talking about him being the greatest player of all time oh, at yeah. that point. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. But, but it's just like you said, he's never going to have this opportunity yeah. again. So, once in a lifetime experience, so cool to see him do it. Yeah. My other thing, though, that I love about Corbin Carroll is like, even though he didn't do as well in the all star game, not only does he like represent Arizona well, but yeah. he's just like a great he human is. being. Like having a star that is so good at his sport, but also just being, being a genuinely a good, good yeah. human being. There was a tweet that kind of went viral from someone who was saying that Corbin Carroll took time out of his like all-star break to go to his former little league team. Yep. And he took time to sign autographs, take pictures, hung out the entire day with his little league team. They made like homemade signs for him, which I think is so cute, yeah. but he did it. Just to do it. Like, there wasn't any media there. Yeah. He didn't tell anybody that he was doing it. He just went and showed up to his former Little League team and was like, I'm spending the day with these kids because I think it's obviously a big deal for them to meet someone like Corbin Carroll. And it's just great to know that we have him on our team. And he is not only a fantastic athlete, but a fantastic human being as well. Yeah. And then we don't have to talk about him potentially not resigning here or anything because he's locked down long term. He's locked term, in, so which very, is the like, best thing. It's a very good feeling. It's a nice, unproblematic, uh, you know, fan favorite. And it's yeah, it's it's very it's very nice to have. He is a very he just obviously seems like a great player and and I mean it's it's doing everything he did at the All Star break is like a sacrifice. He mentioned it. Uh, he's talking to media after the game and someone asked him. It might have been Jesse who asked him. Um, asked him like if he had gotten a chance to. Uh, yeah, Jesse asked him if it was like any more or less exhausting than the regular season. He was like, oh, it was way more. Yeah, just all good things, but it was way more exhausting. For um, sure. And so you know he he sacrificed his his like. Not that the All-Star break was ever going to necessarily be relaxing for someone playing in a game, but he 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 took it seemed like every moment he had to to give back to like the community he was he, that gave him so much. And yeah, like you said, it's just awesome to have a, a really good person. Ryan said it. Men yep. of the people. Men of the people. Um eventually, like I said, he didn't do a whole lot. He got replaced in the game, though, um, in left field by Lourdes Gurriel Jr., who, if we're being honest, probably has no right to be in this game, but I'm not complaining. <laughs> it was awesome. It was really awesome hey, to see Keegan Power there. Put some respect about, on his name. I mean, he was not. He wasn't an all-star. He was not. Uh, but I don't care. He, uh, he, You know, he was there, and I'm not going to complain about it. It was awesome. Um, I mean, there was other guys on the team who should have been all-stars, so if if we're though they're going to get robbed, then we deserve to have somebody who should, uh, who doesn't deserve to be an all-star looking at you. Well, not looking at you looking at the voters who were not looking at Catal Marte um <laughs> anyways Lotus Guriel replaced Corbin Carroll on left field awesome picture we don't have it but before the game of him and his family all in matching yeah oh my god the suits. matching fits went crazy uh, we should have gotten that for the yeah, show that's my bad I'm sorry. but he is he is just an awesome dude also um and he probably had the loudest strike of the entire game um he uh hit a ball very far down the left field line and it was called a home run and if you were here in the office, we thought it was a home run, uh, mainly because they called it a home run, and we were going crazy and celebrating. He was celebrating. It was awesome. Lourdes Gurriel just had a go-ahead home run in the All-Star game for the National League as a pinch hitter. Like, oh, my God. It oh was my awesome. God. Um, Electric. 
I lost my mind. And then, and then, to the surprise of some, to many, um, I think. They reviewed the play, which I didn't know was a, a possibility <laughs> yeah. in All-Star Games. All-Star Games, which which I haven't brought this up before. Uh, well, let me wait. He, they, 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 they reviewed it. They overturned it. Um, and he didn't get a home run, which sucked. It was Biggest like freaking well, was wet game. blanket moment yeah, I've for ever real. It experienced was, it in was, my life. And I mean, he ended up, uh, I don't remember if it was that better or second one. He, he ended up getting on base. He walked. Um, but are were you surprised that there were all, there was like yes. reviews in the All-Star Games? It's an all-star yeah. game. Like, so, come on. It has no implications on anything. Like, just let the kids play. I agree. Yeah. If it's a if it looks like a home run, fine. Let it be a home run. Like, who cares? Like, let uh, the kids okay. play. But don't you think it would be worse if he got that home run and like it counted during the game and then afterwards everyone was like, That wasn't a real home run. He didn't hit a home run. Like that would have sucked. Um, no. Who cares at that point? Because like, mean, the game's well, over. What do you mean? Like, who you got cares? to run the bases. People here like... complain all the time about Arizona teams and athletes getting shit on on the internet, and that's exactly what would have happened to Lourdes Gurriel. So I'm glad that didn't happen. I also like like the, the, both Geraldo Perdomo and Lourdes Gurriel were asked after the game what they thought of the rule. Geraldo Perdomo said, "You know, that's baseball, so there's not a problem." Lourdes was surprised that it. That there was a rule. He thought it was a little weird. My whole thing was, and I hadn't brought this up, and I haven't heard anyone bring this up, is you want to make it like baseball, like make the rules the same. That's fine. But how are we going to pretend that this isn't a game that if it were tied after nine innings, which it almost was, it was, was, it was going to end in a home run derby. Like, that's not baseball. What are we talking about? That's so cool, so, though. I agree. It's that's awesome. Sick. That's how it should have That's because it's a all-star game. Who gives a shit? It should have been like that. But if we're going to pretend, like, if we're going to not treat it like a real game by letting it end in a home run derby, then get rid of reviews. Like, what are we doing? It's a, it's an exhibition game. Relax. And I get there's sports betting on it, but who cares? I don't you're betting, think it should have been You're replayed. betting on an all-star game. HK. You know what you're HK. getting yourself into. Um, I thought it's a little lame. I understand it. I get it. You know, you're not trying to change the game. Come whatever. on. It was such a wet blanket but, moment. Just let the kids. Well, who I, cares? I, I, just let them. In fucking, general, just count I don't it. think there should be reviews in this specific moment. I don't have a problem with it because I, I would have. I Ooh. don't want to be in a situation where everyone's being like, "There wasn't a real home run." That would have been annoying. Okay, but people that take it that seriously like need to reevaluate their life choices. Yeah. Like uh, it's yeah. an all-star game. Looking at you, Darren Ravel, loser. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, yeah, that was that was weird. Uh, the fourth all-star, of course, Jerry P. Geraldo Perdomo. Um, fucking what a stud! Like, what a stud this guy is. He's awesome. Um, and you want, he definitely deserved to be an all-star. Looking at you, Francisco Lindor, <laughs> I don't care about you or the Mets fans. Geraldo <laughs> Perdomo's an all-star. Um, this he, just, we'll just title this podcast, Sean Against Every Other yeah, Baseball Fan on Base in the I've World. On today. Um, <laughs> but yeah. He, Start with the Yankees. Now we're on to the <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, like, just like uh, Lourdes in classic D-backs fashion, he also drew a walk, got on base. Um for me, it was just incredible to see him there, like after how terrible he was last year, like genuinely one of the worst uh, players on this team, uh, especially offensively. He just was not good. Um, and like I said, he he earned it this time. He definitely deserved it. Um, and he talked about after the game, like the hunger he now has to get back. Yeah. And it just makes me so excited, like happy for him as a person, because you want to talk about like the good people that are on this team. Like he just seems like such a genuine good person. Um I was in the clubhouse a couple weeks ago and they were teaching him how to play chess. I was just like, this shit's awesome, dude. Like he's just the video of him when he learned to be, he was an all-star running around the clubhouse. Like it was just awesome. He's a good person. Um, and he 
earned it and I was happy for him. Um, but like I mentioned earlier, it's a it's a far cry from last year where Joe Mantiply was the one all star and it kind of seemed like a courtesy. Like like I said, yeah, they're like here's one. your all star player. Like, it's a bullpen yeah, pitcher. And you got fun. into it a little bit, but I mean, it's just awesome yeah. to be to have this much of a transformation for this franchise in one year. Like last year, no one cared about this team at all, and not that they're getting necessarily the recognition they deserve this year, but at least from the league, like they had four all stars. Man, yeah. they they are. They belong there. Like yeah. they, they earned it. And it's so awesome to see this team just just be good and have good players. And those good players get the recognition they deserve. Yeah. It's cool to see how the energy kind of shifts in the city of Phoenix yeah. and in Arizona when the Diamondbacks are good. Like, yeah. Yeah. 100%. We've seen the potential that this town has to be a baseball town in 2001 when they won the World Series. Mm-hmm. And Eat your heart out, Yankees. <laughs> Sean, you're just trying to fight everyone. Yeah, I will, I will. I will beat everyone in the Bronx ass. <laughs> I want all the smoke with the New York Yankees. All right, okay, let's not go that far. Um, but it's it's hey. cool to see how this place transforms into a baseball town when the Diamondbacks are good. And as much as I would love to be like a city like St. Louis, where the fans are there no matter what, and yeah. like they're packing the ballpark I mean, regardless. Come on, they're in Missouri. What the fuck? Else yeah. Are what do? else are they gonna do? Okay, but fair. Well, same with Arizona. It's hot as hell. I don't want to do anything besides go sit in an air conditioned ballpark ba- right now. I mean, that's valid. Damn. That is um, valid. Anyways, I just think it's really cool that we have something to rally behind. And yeah. it's just like watching this team go from literally the worst team in the league record-wise to having a bullpen pitcher in an all-star game. In a to, couple of years, under the same manager, Under too, the same manager, awesome. the okay. commitment, yes. The commitment to the process and the staff, like that is what's also so exciting Like this, this is what I love is like they are putting in the work. Like they are not mm-hmm. trying to cheap their way out of it by buying a bunch of stars that they can't afford like they are building this from the ground up yeah no, like it's, these are it's awesome. our stars like Although these are our people Shohei, go, go trade for Shohei. I, I mean I yeah if care. you want to get Shohei, i'm not if you want to pay him 600 I'm, 700 million dollars yeah. i don't i wouldn't i won't I wouldn't complain, complain if you get Shohei here um but it's just so cool yeah. it means so much to me as a fan and someone who covers the team to see the diamondbacks doing so well to have proper representation in the all-star game which honestly they could have had more but i'll take four people it's just crazy to see where we've come yeah. we've been in the lowest valley and now we're like climbing up towards the peak of the mountain yeah, and it's it just is, great it is awesome and, I, and there are like we got to temper expectations and everything like to see probably not win a world series next this year whatever but like it is there's clear like it, it's you see so many franchises in sports where even when they get better, it doesn't feel like there's there's really any like there's anything there like yeah. they are like there's any actual hope. They're not just kind of like running their wheels in mud. This mm-hmm. team, you could see the progress and that they still have room to grow. Yeah. Like all of these kids that are doing this are kids. Like they all still have so much They're room kids. to just get better baseball yeah. players. And like we were joking about Corbett's growth spurt, but like they are <laughs> going to get older and stronger and it's just better, better baseball yeah. players. So the team is going to get better just with the guys that are here. Mm-hmm. It is so very exciting. Yeah. Uh, Zona Tucson in the chat asked what I'm doing for my birthday dinner. My birthday's tomorrow. If you didn't know, we're um, going to be singing to Sean at the end. So uh, everybody uh, stay on, on Coyote. You don't get to do all stay this. Stay um, for that. <laughs> I was thinking, I don't know what I'm doing for dinner. All I know is that I'm, I'm definitely going to be you know, popping some OGs. Yeah. See where the night takes me. Yeah. You know? Yes. Um, like you said, it's summer. You said what else do you want to do other than sit in the air conditioner and watch baseball? They're they're gone right now, so I can't. Yeah. Um it's fair. pop some OGs. Hell yeah. Sit in my apartment, mm-hmm. which is air conditioned, and With watch some kitty. baseball like that. With my kitty, yeah. Love her very much. Shout out, baby. <laughs> uh, I know she's watching back home. Um <laughs> but now also shout out our friends at OGs. They're the best. Um, like I said, it's you said it's summer. Nothing nothing that says summer like pink lemonade. Oh, uh, the pink, pink lemonade, lemonade gummies are so good. Dude, 
<laughs> they're life changing. Can we like so why don't good. we have more like because I know they make samples of like the non-medicated yeah, samples. We need to get some of the like, non-medicated ones in here for sure. Because yeah. like I you know I got a I got a pretty high tolerance. I could probably pop like three OGs and be okay. But I want to eat like when I eat candy, I go I eat candy, man. Like I want a whole bag. I could just eat the whole thing. Anyways, um, they're that good. The flavor is amazing. They got something for everybody. Like I said, pink lemonade. They got their sleepy time gummy. Their happy balance CBD THC. Which the happy balance are my all time fave. Yeah, the strawberries so and cream. So good. Yeah, That's money. I also just strawberry cream as a dessert is amazing. Mm -hmm. So put in a THC infused gummy. Duh. Uh, they're amazing. Shout, like I said, shout out our friends at OGs. Um, they don't miss when it comes to flavoring, flavor and effect. So like I said, get your pink OGs gummies while you can. Check out OGs online at OGsbrands.com and on Instagram at OGsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary, but you must be 21 years or older to purchase. Speaking of things that go hand in hand with summertime, woo, woo, woo. nice crispy little hazy IPA. Did you see, I was on their website yesterday. Did you see the deal that they're doing? No. So you know how we're in the middle of like a crazy heat, heat streak, right? Oh God. It's it's, it's 114 uh, degrees outside, uh, you guys. At the Four Peaks 8th Street Pub, they have they had a flyer on their website. If, the if it's over 104 degrees, beers are $4 at the 8th Street Pub. And it's been over 104 Safe degrees like right every now. day. I swear to God, I'll go look at the website again. Go to fourpeaks.com and check it, but... You just changed my life. I'm telling you. You want to talk about it now going to be my, a summer. Carly and I were going to go get drinks tomorrow, but we didn't know where. Now I know where I'm going. We're going to Four Peaks. It's going to be nice and toasty. Wow. That's electric. That's a great deal. Over 104 degrees? Yeah. $4 beers. And it's like that. It's that in, Guys, at 9 a.m. Breaking like news. That when they yeah. open. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the weather report lately, but it's this time of year. It was 105 at 9 a.m. this morning. 18 tomorrow. Yeah. Um, this time of year makes me question all of my life choices. We're going to be hot for like a really, really long time. Um, 114, 18, 17, 16, 16, 16, 15, 14, 12, 14. 118. Are you, sh <sighs> are you shitting me, dog? I love you, Phoenix. But can season, we not? Please. Yeah, can we please not do this? Like, I love Phoenix so much, but this is just brutal. Um, but Four Peaks makes it more endurable. And now that I know that deal is happening, yep. I am ha Beat taking my... Beat the heat this summer with Four Peaks. Anytime the temperature is above 104 pints of beer are four dollars and you can make it a boiler maker with a shot of fireball for two dollars okay well i cannot consume fireball without going insane so i will be skipping out on the fireball nobody wants to see me drinking fireball it never ends well runs until labor day but deal. i am going to be taking my happy butt down to the 8th street pub and enjoying on some of those 40 pints because yeah yeah good lord almighty especially the hazy ipa oh get with it <laughs> um check out four peaks brew at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest on Arizona's hometown brewery over on Instagram. You must be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly. Oh boy, we got some Cardinals talk to We're talk only about. We're a month away from football, just about. Yeah. Like once we get camp, camp starts, starts at right the end of this month. Up. We're like knocking football. on the door of God. Sports are amazing. <laughs> like imagine dedicating your life to literally fucking anything else. <laughs> like why? Why would you? Yeah, it's always happening, and it's always something different. It's sports are the I best, you guys. Sports, sports are the best. Fire me up! I'm super excited for football season to come around. People are on TikTok. They're making TikToks of like the you know like the NFL on Sunday like the. They're like making like oh, we're like a hundred days away from like a crisp fall, which is like ninety juice. degrees in Phoenix, but it's gonna be better than one hundred and seventeen oh, oh, with the NFL me, oh. on Sunday. Literally, there is nothing more elite in this world than football naps. Like I will mm. stay awake for the teams that I really love and care about, but for the rest of the day, I will oh, just put football on the TV and Mac, clonk out. I can't tell you back back <laughs> East Coast. 
It's like a 4 p.m. game. You just ate a bunch of chicken wings and you watch the Bills lose by 40. And then it's like Bengals and and Jaguars at 4 p.m. on CBS. And you're like, oh, baby, it's it's 55 degrees outside. You got a blanket and you just K.O. for those second half games. Oh, you're speaking my language. I can't wait. for Football naps are elite and we are so close to being able to take those football naps according to a specific qb1 we might be also close to seeing a return on the field a lot harder to nap through cardinals games uh k1's playing and not uh clayton tuner yeah all due respect our guy kyler murray was on the flight plan podcast produced by the cardinals yesterday and he said something that i want to get your take on because i was like oh Okay, he said, quote, when you look further down the line, it seems like we've got a long way to go talking about his recovery from his uh, ACL tear. Ideally, I want to be back by week one. Kyler Murray said in that pre-release audio of the flight plan, that's the goal at the end of the day. That's the goal. But I can't really look that far ahead. Go take it. Got to take it one day at a time. Quote, ideally, I want to be back by week one. Sean DePause, do you think Kyler Murray being back by week one is a good thing or maybe not? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I mean, look, man, I if he's healthy, then I want him to play. Like, I don't by any means want him sitting out just because of, I mean, let's be real. There's Well, first off, if Kyler's healthy, Kyler's fucking playing. I'm going to tell you that right now because if they're losing games, they're losing games to draft Caleb Williams most likely. I don't think he wants anything to do with that. wouldn't make a lot of sense as far as job security is concerned. Um, so there's that. Obviously, he wants to push to play. Um, I don't think it's a good idea, though. A, from like an objective, trying to build a football team standpoint, if you're the Cardinals, you got two picks that can be very valuable. You're not necessarily trying to win games, especially if it means rushing back the guy that's supposed to be your franchise quarterback until you replace him with Caleb Williams. Um, but like, and also just from a, a, a Kyler Murray perspective, have you seen too many guys in NFL? Uh, I was talking to somebody in the office the other day about RGG. just like getting rushed back from these injuries. Yep. And obviously this is different in terms of, it seems like he's the mind. one making the push, not necessarily the franchise. Yeah. Like it kind of wasn't the RGG three situation, but <clears> I just, I, even from a football fan perspective, like regardless if he's a Cardinal or not, K1's a dynamic football player. And so much of that dynamicism is because of his legs. Yeah. Like, just from a football fan perspective, I want to see him be healthy and have a long career. So I don't want to see him get rushed back. Um, yeah, I don't. And I don't know that the week one thing is even realistic. Like, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything like that. But <laughs> can, for, can confirm not a doctor. <laughs> like, yeah, can confirm not a doctor. Um, but I I I don't know if it's even a, re- a reality, like if it's realistic. It is realistic. Um, so I went through just to make sure that it technically is medically possible. Mm-hmm. Medically speaking, he can be cleared to play yeah. by week okay. one timeline wise, like strictly timeline wise. That has nothing to do with if he's actually ready, how he's progressed in, progressed in his injury, but timeline wise, he can be cleared. Okay. Then yeah, there you go. I mean, if, like I said, if he's a hundred percent, let him play. He should play um, because I mean, he's your quarterback. Yeah. If he's a hundred percent, he's got to play, but um, if he's anything less then I don't think it's worth rushing him back, especially um, plus, like, I know Colt McCoy is Colt McCoy, uh, but you're good for one good Colt McCoy or like two good Colt <laughs> Give McCoy. Give us one good Colt like, McCoy start. Like outings before he gets hurt. Like, yeah. you're, you're good for a couple. He's a good, like, conductor, yeah. game manager as a backup quarterback. 
Um, and I've, I mean, you heard some good things about Clayton too. Maybe he's the kind of guy that comes in once and can light the world on fire for like a game or two. Um, you never know. Um, so I just like, I, I don't think it's worth it, man. Uh, I get so nervous with this because I think it's a double-edged sword, right? Like Kyler Murray is so controversial in the football world for whatever reason. <laughs> we know why, but he is very controversial and everyone is looking for any reason to shit on this kid and say he doesn't care he doesn't want to come back i think there was like a report that he said like i don't want to rush myself like earlier when this injury happened and everyone lost their mind they're like oh this kid sucks he doesn't care about football he's never coming back he's gonna take his time because he doesn't want to work out blah, 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 blah. i hate it it's honestly so annoying at this point and i'm over it so it's a little bit of a double-edged sword because i don't want kyler to rush himself like RG3 was the best example, and that's what I was going to use. Like, we've seen what happens when football players, especially quarterbacks, rush themselves back mm -hmm. from injury, especially knee injuries. And it can really, like, mess up the trajectory of their career. Like, obviously, we don't want them to ever get a knee injury, but having to recover from one... I don't want Kyler to rush himself back because the potential of getting re-injured is so much higher when you're playing, when you're not ready. And I feel like Kyler knows that, but then he has the pressure of all these stupid people in every other state being like, well, Kyler doesn't care about football. He doesn't want to rush to get back. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I'm nervous because like, I don't want this terrible narrative about Kyler to continue, but I also don't want him to rush himself back and then mess himself up even more. And like, listen, your girl, has had knee injuries. I had oh, a yeah. reconstruct. I have reconstructed meniscus and three cadaver replacement ligaments in my knee. Like coming back from knee surgery is not fun. I can attest personally. It is like not great. And it took me a really long time to come back from that. Obviously I'm not a professional athlete. I'm not Kyler Murray, but I know that pain. There is nothing worse in this world than knee pain. And I have had many injuries and I will stand by that. So I'm just, I don't want Kyler to rush himself back like for what like we yeah. have colt mccoy obviously colt mccoy is a certified backup he should not be starting that should not be your starting quarterback for the long term but we have options this is a new coaching staff i just like i don't want to see him rush back and get back for week one if he's not ready if he yeah, is I ready agree. and he's healthy yeah. and 100%. every doctor is like you're good to go great i would be it would be electric to have Kyler Murray take the field on week one. Yeah. Like I would cry probably tears of happiness. Yeah, seeing that happen. And, and you, you talked about the narrative of him, like not wanting to be back. That was a big thing for me. Like it, it, we have video of him just throwing with his dad and stuff like that. Like he, they, there's so much talk about him not wanting to be, or like his attitude and all that stuff and him being like not caring or being distant, whatever. Like you don't, try this hard to come back to what is going to be a losing team. Yeah. That, that's another thing about this. Like Kyler Murray coming back is not going to make this team a winning team. It's not. The team doesn't have a good enough roster regardless of who's at quarterback. So you don't, but you don't push yourself through an injury like this to come back this early. If you don't love the game and you don't love the guys you play with and you yeah. don't believe in your your new head coach and your new GM and your new OC. Like if you don't believe in all those things and you're not that guy, you're not trying this hard to push through something this difficult. Yeah. Um and I think I think regardless of whether or not he gets ready for week one, like you were saying, I think it's just awesome to see him kind of like this is undeniable. You can hate on Kyler Murray if you want, but you can't say he doesn't want to be here. Yeah. If he's trying this hard to play. Mm -hmm. Um and I think it's awesome that and I don't think this is necessarily his intention. Maybe it is. But, I, I, but regardless of whether it is, I don't. It might not be his intention to kind of silence these haters. But I do think by doing this, it is going to make it a lot harder to criticize his commitment to the yeah. team, um, which I, I think is is good 
obviously for him, but I think it just is it's it's good for the team like to yeah. have to get kind of move that distraction out of the way is is um only good. Yeah. And for so for context, Kyler Murray tore his ACL on December 12th of last okay. year. He didn't get his surgery until January 3rd. So January February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. Like that's within the return range. That's mm -hmm. nine months of rehab. But he's been injured since December. And I'm so proud of how he's gone about this offseason specifically yeah. because he was at OTAs. Yeah. He was at minicamp. He was seen working out with trainers at both OTAs and minicamp. Mm -hmm. He was constantly observing the position drills and the 11 on 11s throughout the practice. None of which he, he had to be doing. None of which was required. He was chatting with his OC, the new OC, yep. Drew Petzing. He was there and he yeah, was doing what he should have been doing to shut people up. Yeah. He was working out. Yep. He was at everything that even if it wasn't required, he was just there and had a presence. And I think that yeah. is so important. And I'm so proud of him recognizing at least that the importance of him being there because, you know, the past offseason, he was in Texas working out. Yeah. So I know that maybe it was something maybe not necessarily he came up with it on his own volition. I, I don't care how it came yeah, about. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about I feel like this mentioned before and Bo's mentioned before, like it. You gotta. You can only go so far by get, by praising him for this stuff because he is like, like he's getting paid for liability reasons. It's better for him to be rehabbing at the facility, and even yes. he's already at the facility when these guys are there. Yeah. But I mean, again, it doesn't. It's not something he has to be doing. He could. He could rehab and go home, or he could take the risk and rehab on his own. Uh, but he's not, and, and it can only. Like, you can you just have to take it at face value. Like he's there, and yeah. and that is only good. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, if he does come back week one, their week one matchup is on the road against the Washington Commanders on September 10th. Oh, nothing bad has ever happened on that field. Um, yeah. With guys in their, their knees. <laughs> I know. I was like, just thinking about RG3. And, yeah, literally, uh, <laughs> and the I don't care if he's 100%. Don't play him in that game. The Commanders are not that good. They're decent. They they might be okay, yeah. but like, uh, they're not that good. It's um, a beatable team without the, Kyler Murray. And, and the field is dog shit. You and should not cursed. be taking that risk. The Washington field is cursed yes, for knees injury. You should not injury. take that risk with Kyler Murray. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I do not want him playing week one in that stadium. I think that's fair. Um, I also really don't like, uh, I don't know. Ugh, it's so hard. If he's ready and he wants to come back and the doctors say he's ready, I think it would just be so electric to see him on the field on oh, week one. I agree. But also, wouldn't it be almost better if they saved it for Arizona? Yeah, for like his a, home a, debut. A home yeah, that also base. would be really cool. Um, but yeah, Washington's cursed. So. All the reasons from marketing <laughs> perspectives, like financial, football, just let him wait yeah. to wait to. Just let, just let him come back when he's at home. Um, if he is not ready to go by week one, we've kind of already talked about it, but he has a quarterback room of Colt McCoy, David Blau, Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon. Um, obviously, Colt McCoy is our first choice, right? He's the yeah, most experienced. I mean, in, yeah, in theory. I mean, I would love to see Clayton Toon be good because he's young. And, like, if he if you get a guy who all of a sudden is a rookie and balls out more, be, and he only was put in the situation because he had to be, obviously. Uh, but on a bad roster, if he can ball out, you, be, you get an incredible asset all of a sudden. He so, balled out at yeah, Houston. And he did ball out at Houston. I mean, we a couple weeks ago, we had talked about D-Hop talking about his top five quarterbacks. Didn't mention Kyler, but he mentioned Clayton Toon. He mentioned, he talked about the kid from Houston that, that they that they drafted. So if he can be good, like, then all of a sudden you have this asset. And it's way more like Colt McCoy is is, is cool. And he's, uh, he's a solid quarterback. And, and I think he can be a game manager and maybe lead this team to a couple wins. But 
there's no excitement there and there's no yeah. future there. You don't get anything by Colt McCoy being good no. other than potentially wins, which honestly might well, not be that good for this Colt team. Colt McCoy is probably one of the most injury prone. There's also that. <laughs> there's also that. So, so you might not, again, obviously not rooting for injury, but like there's you, you, there might be a situation where you're forced into the, the Clayton Toon situation anyways, um, yeah. which that happens. Hopefully Clayton Toon is ready. for. So that. you don't want to use Colt McCoy as a stopgap for as long as possible. Oh, well, I mean, I guess I, I do, but I think a better scenario for me would be Clayton Toon being a stopgap. But if, if I don't have any kind of natural aversion to Clayton McCoy if, or Colt McCoy, if he is if he's able to lead this team to, to some wins or at least not being embarrassed and play solid football yeah. and stay healthy, then absolutely. Like, yeah, by all means, I'm, I'm, I listen, I grew up a Texas fan, man. I love Colt McCoy. <laughs> I watched him back in college throwing balls to Jordan Shipley. It was awesome. Um, but. I also don't want to see him out, out there just getting his head beat in. Right. He gets hurt a lot. Yeah. Um, Zona Tucson in the comments saying, I'm a Kyler Murray supporter. Hope he comes back stronger. I agree. Yeah. Low tone Capone asking, when in the season does Caleb Williams become a factor? I mean, I think he might already be a factor. They know they know what picks they have. They, they know I what think picks that's they a little have. soon. I, I mean, they, they talk about him a lot on PH Next Cardinals. Just saying. <laughs> but um, I mean, it's, it's. I think we're going to know when that becomes a factor per, sooner rather than later, I'd say. Like, I mean, it. it, it certainly it, before the midpoint of the I, season. Well, like, I don't. I, I say Caleb factors. Uh, Caleb Williams is a factor now. Like, I don't think he ever becomes a factor in the sense that, like, the team's never going to be trying <laughs> to. You guys do have games. the Cardinals guy here if you want to ask. I him. know. If Bo, you, you want to share your thoughts? Means, but, like, I, I don't think Kyler Mur Like, I don't think the players are ever going to be trying to lose, obviously. And then the team, like, they want a good draft pick. If you like, they, I don't think it's going to change anything. I, they I know who the prospects gonna, are. They're going to give Kyler time to show that Kyler is worth the money that they gave him, yeah. for sure. Bo? I mean, the roster is not up to par. Exactly. So when does Caleb Williams become a factor? Like right now. Yeah, he's, exactly. a, he's a factor. He's yeah. always going to be looming. And he's going to be playing he's at ASU at the end of September. Oh, no. Oh. He's going to go crazy. Yeah. Unfortunately, sorry, Sun Devil fans. But he'll, put, he'll put up those stats. Yeah. And yeah, it's going to be the status does. quo. He's a generational type prospect. And it's like outside of Mahomes and the Chiefs, like what other fan base is going to be like, eh, no, thanks. Not for me. I mean, I just like <laughs> I don't even I don't think I mentally want to let myself go there yet because I'm still scarred from going from Josh Rosen to Kyler Murray so quickly. Yeah, this is different. And I know. But like they just gave Kyler Murray and like, oh, can you, we I stop mean, Kyler, the quarterback not, carousel? First off, if even if Kyler balls out this year and then they end up with the first overall draft pick from the Texans or something like that, or they yeah, like both said, the roster's not good. Kyler could ball out and them still not win games. Like then you have an asset in Kyler Murray, and potentially you can get a better quarterback in, in Caleb Williams. So even if he plays, it doesn't necessarily mean he's here next year. I'm just so scarred from the quarterback situation in Arizona. <laughs> can I can I put it in perspective? It's, it's like for the first time in a long time, it's a good problem to have. Yeah. It's like you got a path better, to a problem, future yeah. a franchise quarterback. You either yeah. got Kyler or you got Caleb. Yeah, and, and you could be end up being really good and still having a really good first or second overall pick because of the Texans pick. Um, and then you get him Marvin Harrison Jr. and then. And he, and the team's looking different. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. more because that's also that's a that's a nice that's a generational type. Caleb talent Williams too, is just going to be like a little like devil on Kyler's shoulder like all yeah. season. Like I'm here, I'm yeah. winning. <laughs> it, it is. It, so I do Thanks, think Bob. it is. I do think. Yeah, appreciate it, but I do think he's definitely a factor <clears throat> now. But in the sense of like the team's not trying to lose, like the, the roster's not trying to lose games. The coaches aren't trying to lose games. At no point do I think are they going to sit Kyler even if he's healthy to try to lose games for Caleb like that's not gonna happen yeah so he's a factor in some ways now but in other ways he'll never be a factor um yeah so. uh Ryan in the comments asking is Kyler worth a first round pick if the Cardinals are dead set on Caleb Williams see it's, it's gonna be tough because the Cardinals 
I don't think you can evaluate that now. Yeah, I like, mean, I it's gonna, it really is going to depend on the season because he's coming yeah. back from an injury. If he's if he is not good, then no. Um, yeah, like if, like if they were like yeah. right now, we have to trade Kyler Murray. Like no. Oh yeah, I don't know. So I think we'd have to we we won't know what he's worth until we see how he comes yeah, back from uh, injury. If he's good, then I mean that's a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I could also see like if he comes yeah, if he comes back and he's serviceable, I could see him being worth a first round pick for sure. It's yeah. a quarterback. It's, and it's, it's a quarterback and it's a younger quarterback, like especially if he plays and the injury's not a problem. Like he's yeah. gonna be yeah, no, I think there's I think there's a chance he could be he for could sure. And you have though. teams that are still looking for their QB one right now that could benefit from someone like Kyler. Team like the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. You put <laughs> Kyler on a team with that those offensive weapons, Bijan, Drake London, Kyle yeah. Pitts. Ooh, woo, ooh, woo, woo. That offense could be interesting. Um as a, as really quick before fan. we move on to some coyotes talk to round out the show. Do you think this is best case scenario for the new coaching staff? They have a new head coach. They've got a new defensive coordinator. They have a new offensive coordinator. To me, this is like a trial and error process without the consequences. Yeah, like, I, mean, I think this is setting them up to be like, well, if we're bad, it's because we don't have our team. Yeah, one. there's definitely a built in excuse. I mean, I'm not going to say it's the best case scenario. Like the best case scenario is to have your franchise, franchise quarterback, quarterback right? healthy and playing. Yeah. Um, but I, I do. I, I get what you're saying. Like, it is definitely a it is definitely a solid situation to be in where as far as like a, from a job security perspective, yeah. I don't think any of the coaches would ever admit to this, even if they were thinking like this, which I'm not sure they are. Yeah. But like from a job security perspective. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, yeah, you're not. And not that they would. It's something would have to go very, very wrong for them to get fired after year one anyways. But like uh, you. Yeah. There's a, like I said, there's a built in excuse for this year. If you're not that good, especially if there's a clear difference in the games between when Kyler's playing and he's not yeah like my thing though is I'm worried that we're not going to be able to get like an accurate read on their play calling abilities off the jump yeah but I mean like you I think you'll be able to tell in the comparison to what the team looked like last year because it's not like the roster is any kind of drastically obviously the college situation makes it different D hop not being here is a significant change JJ Watt's gone there's obviously (laughs) significant differences in the roster but like (laughs) it's not like the team was all that good anyways last year so you can only get so much worse I Especially from the defensive perspective, like J.J. Watt is, a, is obviously a big loss. But it, but outside of that, especially with some of the young guys who just were not utilized properly. Yeah. And over the last couple of years and not or if not played at all, like I think you you you'll have a chance to get a, a, a some sense, maybe not a full sense of how good of play callers they are or how good their schemes are and stuff like that. But you I think you'll be able to get a sense regardless, um, just based on I mean, these are NFL players. Yeah, they if you put them in a position to succeed, they will succeed to at least a certain extent. Yeah. Um, so I think you'll be able to get a decent sense of that. OK, that's fair. Yeah. I like that answer. All right, guys, we're going to round up the show with some Coyotes talk. But before we do that, got to give a shout out to our friends at Game Time because Game Time is the place for last minute ticket deals. It is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Speaking of country. Um, you all <laughs> might want to avoid nice. downtown next week on uh, Wednesday big, and big Thursday. Um, no, my favorite country artist, one of at least, is going to be in town and I am freaking stoked you guys morgan wallen <laughs> is going to be in the state of arizona and i'm about to lose my ever-loving mind there will be pictures and 
and stories all over my personal social media because I am obsessed with this man. I'm so excited that he is going to be there. <laughs> and I don't know if you knew this, but getting tickets to this was a nightmare. Yeah, you had to sign up in, in like with a code and an email like months in advance before the tickets even went on sale. And then if you were lucky enough, the ticketing place was like, oh, sure, you can get tickets. Here you go. Here's how you register for presale. Some people were lucky enough. Some people weren't. Thank God I was lucky enough to be one of those people I remember chosen. You going through all this. Oh, my God. Did you do it at... Yeah, I was in my the office ho- trying to do no, this. What, wasn't it? And your laptop. Yeah. Because uh, I had two laptops yeah. over because I had two you, accounts. You, and my, I was like, my car was broken. You drove me home. Yep. yep yeah. Yep, and I you was had like, to come I'm, in, yep. like, come I high water. Yeah, I am I getting these tickets. I completely forgot about that. That's funny. I went through a war to get these tickets, <laughs> yeah, you guys. I was, I was witness to part of it. I had to do it way in advance, though. And I am very disappointed. I couldn't do it on game time because I guarantee you game time is more efficient. Yep. They're more affordable. Well, that's what uh, that's what I'm getting my... I'm Listen... I'm not the biggest country guy, although I think I would go see Morgan Wallen because I've said this you a bunch like of times. You like Morgan Wallen. If I, if, like, he's a good songwriter. I can't deny that. But I'm... Does the, he read... I'm pretty sure Hardy writes like 90% of his songs. Uh, Hardy, Ernest, and Morgan well, all kind of collab. His songs are written Morgan well. Will, Morgan writes Regardless some of, of who's writing them, his songs are written well. They're, they can be catchy at times. I'm going to be using GameTime to get my Drake tickets. Okay, um, that's fair. That's a great part about GameTime. I wish I could. My, my point in saying all this, though, is I wish I could have used GameTime to get my Morgan Wallen tickets because the other ticketing app, which shall not be named, was a <laughs> freaking nightmare, and I, I had no choice. They left me with no choice. They're like, if you want to get tickets to this, you have to do this on this ticketing app, and I hated it. It was the worst experience ever, and the concert sold out. So all the tickets that are being resold now thankfully are open and are available on game time. I don't know if you saw it on the screen, but you can get Morgan Wallen tickets still. They're available and they're having some crazy flash deals right now. You guys, there's pit tickets available. There's like first section tickets available. There's upper bowl. There's lower bowl. They're as low as $167, which I know seems like a lot, but Morgan Wallen's really good. And I think he's worth $167. So if you are wanting to go to the Morgan Wallen concert, which I highly recommend you do because it is electric time. It'll be my fourth time seeing him, by the way. Which is kind of crazy. Um, go over to Game Time and grab your Morgan Wallen tickets now before it's too late. If you sign up and you create an account and you download the Game Time app, you can use promo code PHNX for twenty dollars off your first purchase, and you can apply that to those Morgan Wallen tickets. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. I'm very sad that I couldn't get my tickets on Game Time, but it is what it is, and we're here now. Mm-hmm. All right, Sean, let's round out the show with some Arizona Coyotes talk because they are in the news. Good news, right? <laughs> no, oh. unfortunately not. Once again, uh, Alex Galchenyuk. Well, I let, why don't we frame it like the Tucson uh, right? Okay. Not yeah. the Arizona. Well, yeah. Good old Galley. <laughs> Galley, Galley, Galley. What are we going to do with you? Um, yesterday, the Coyotes account released an ominous tweet that I was not <laughs> expecting to see. And the team account posted this. The Arizona Coyotes have placed forward Alex Galchenyuk on unconditional waivers for purpose of terminating his contract. The club will have no further comment at this time. I'm not going to lie. This is the first time I've ever seen a team account tweet something like this about terminating a contract in this way. Yeah, it, it was definitely a little odd. And I, I mean, I was like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, it definitely was. It, it, it set off some alarm bells. Obviously, like at the time, we had no idea really what was going on. Yeah, um, obviously, 
Galchenyuk had a little bit of a reputation that preceded him. Yes. Um, so I think there was. It, we had an idea. There we was were an like, idea. there has there to be an off ice incident. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> and he was a guy that's been all over the place. So yeah, he's um, a journeyman in the NHL. He yeah. is a fringe, like you were mentioning. He's like a fringe NHL AHL. Yeah, I, I mean, Craig had, had said on the Coyote Show earlier when they they had signed that he was, you know, kind of just a body. an extra body, yeah. and, and they had had the the Roadrunners head coach Steve Hotman on the show. And he had talked about how he fitted in, how he fit in with that team. And he had played for the Coyotes in the past. Yeah, he had been a part of the organization in the past, and you know he was expected to kind of be somewhat of a, a maybe of a little bit of a veteran leadership in the AHL. But I mean, as Craig said on the Coyotes, after we learned what we learned, maybe probably good they don't have that leadership down there. Yeah. Um. So when that happened, we were all like, "Oh boy, this is probably not going to be great." Um. And it we wasn't. all assumed <laughs> it was going to be an off off ice incident, and it was, and it sure was. A little while after that, Katie Strang, friend of the Arizona Coyotes, she said with much <laughs> with much sarcasm, if "You know, you know." Um. Katie Strang, good old friend of the program. Just kidding. One of um, the firmest <laughs> handshakes I've ever had. I, she's awesome. I met yeah. her in Nashville. She's awesome. She's a big fan of the Arizona Coyotes. Um. She tweeted out. From her account. Oh, boy. Here it goes. Um, I you want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead. Scottsdale Police Department. So news. Scottsdale oh, Police Department has confirmed to The Athletic that Alex Galchenyuk was arrested on July 9th on a number of charges. Number of charges. Private property hit and run, disorderly <laughs> conduct, fail to, failure to obey, resisting arrest, threatening or intimidating. On the hit and run incident, she adds, uh, police said that, quote, it was only property damage and no injuries. Jail officials said that he was booked into city jail on Sunday evening and released the following day on his own recognizance. According to court records, Galchenyuk was arraigned on Monday. Um, on Monday, pretrial conference has been set for August 11th. Um, not great. Not good. Not great. Um, obviously there were I. Um, a lot of things were happening here. Um, it was a hit and run on a property. So mm -hmm. I don't know what he hit, but it was a structure, a building, yeah, I mean, something. Yeah. Um, failure to obey. So did not go willingly because he also resisted arrest. <laughs> um, threatening and intimidating, which is kind of concerning because you're obviously already in a bad position. So let's not make it worse by adding yeah. some threatening and intimidating in the mix of this shit show, for lack of a better word. It just seems like a snowball of bad decisions yeah it's tough they <laughs> talked about it a lot on on the ph next coyote show which was fun today so if you didn't watch it i suggest going back after this but um it's tough because obviously there's nowhere in here that says this has anything to do with like anything like alcohol or substances or anything like that right again you don't want to assume things but it i mean Again, he has a reputation that precedes him. Yes. It, it seems something. And if it's not, then, I mean, what are you doing sober and crashing into things and fighting police officers? Yeah. Um, Why are you doing But either this? way, mm -hmm. it's it's certainly concerning. Like on a personal level, you're concerned for the guy. Yeah, right? absolutely. But it also does not excuse, as I said on Coyotes, it does not excuse wrongdoing. Yeah. Um, and, and and he he did wrong here. Yes. <laughs> he, he many, many up, wrong things. He deserves things. To, to face punishment for that. So yeah. it's definitely an unfortunate situation. I'm glad the Coyotes handled it the way they did. And just, yes. The Coyotes were like, we're on it. Yeah. <laughs> we're I not mean, going to waste time with anyone. Even, even though the Coyotes can be a little out of touch with reality sometimes, it seems like uh, they're smart enough to realize we got to get clean our hands of this immediately yes. because we can't have this being any uh, tied to us any yeah. more than it already is. And obviously, like, this isn't the biggest news story in the world. And it also isn't like a huge blow for the Coyotes. Like no, it's, it's not it's like he's no an all-star player. As big far from guy, a hockey like, perspective, I don't think it changes. It no, doesn't change it doesn't change anything. anything. Like we were saying, he's a fringe AHL NHL player. So it's not like this is a huge blow for the Coyotes. He's a journeyman for a reason. Yeah. 
But the reason we're talking about this is because I just hate, I yeah, hate that, that's, that this is yet another, another giving thing, another yeah. reason for people that are not fans of the Coyotes to just shit on the yeah. organization. Hey, like hey, hey, you mentioned him being a journeyman, he's been uh, all over the place. It's a yes. name that a lot of people know. So you see, a lot him of people, do know, like yeah, this. a lot of people know the name. They yeah. recognize it. They're even it's if course, they're casual fans of the, Arizona, of the NHL. Right? Yeah. Alex Galchenyuk was trending on Twitter yesterday, and I just I clicked on it. Despite I I know I shouldn't have clicked on it, but it, again, Maple Leafs fans, uh, people who want the team in huge like it was all over the internet, and people being like, yeah, the Coyotes can't control their players, and they don't have an arena. Right, move though, the team. This wouldn't happen in Quebec City because <sighs> the fuck yeah. you're gonna do yeah, in Quebec City. Okay. The fuck you gonna do in Hartford? So that's the only reason I felt like we should talk uh, about you, it you, because you, nobody, 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 there's no Scottsdale in Kansas City. <laughs> Kansas City confirmed the worst city in the. <laughs> Bones. Confirmed worst city in the continental U.S. Not I've been a Kansas city. Been beefing. Here we, we go. Really like nine million people in here attacking know, you guys yeah. again. All the yeah, all the cheese fans do. are like, "What Listen, are you saying? What are you I, saying? We're I coming like to fight you." I like the rest you. of y'all. I like the smoke. I I relished in the opportunity. As long as they can, like, can they come in and insult you with no rebuttal if they give a super chat? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So I just the only reason I thought this was worth talking about is because I'm just annoyed that yet again. Anyone and their mom who doesn't like the Coyotes have a reason to talk badly about the organization, even though I think they handled it in the right way. And they did release a statement today. This just happened. Um, this was their statement. The club has issued the following statement. Oh, yeah. We are aware of the incident involving Alex Galchenyuk and strongly condemn this type of behavior. Once the club was made aware of the allegations, we immediately began the process of terminating the standard player contract through the proper channels in conjunction with the National Hockey League. As a result, the Arizona Coyotes today have exercised the team's right to terminate the contract of Alex Galchenyuk due to a material breach of the terms of his standard player contract, the club will have no further comment at this time. So they did everything right. They got rid of him as soon as they could. It's just, I'm annoyed that yet again, here's another negative news story that anyone in Katie Strang can use to dunk on the Coyotes. And it's okay, just... Okay, well, I mean, I'm doing Katie Strang. She says a journalist doing her job. But Okay, but... <laughs> no, I feel you. Like, it is one of those things Have where... you seen her bylines... Yeah, I mean, every single one is bad about the Coyotes. That's the Coyotes' fault. She's an investigative <laughs> journalist, and she's good at her damn job. The Coyotes should stop fucking up if they don't want Katie Strang writing about them. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, but in general, this is unfortunate because, like you said, it is one of those things where it's like, it does seem like any time the Coyotes make national news, it's something negative. Yeah, and they don't uh, ever see any of the positive stuff that happens with this team, any of the good stuff they do on a local level. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, you understand, right? That's how that shit works. But it definitely does suck. Like, you want something good to happen to this team. Like, we just talked about with the Diamondbacks, right? Like, yeah. you get into a point where it's undeniable. Uh, even even if even if this is a city that doesn't get recognition for good things, the teams don't get recognition for good things. Yeah. Gallon, Carroll have been so good, it's undeniable. You want something like that to happen for for this organization. And it's been a, a, an offseason of not that happening. No. Um, so it is unfortunate in that regard, for sure. But uh, what can you do? Maybe let's not sign players with histories of bad decision making. <laughs> Just a thought. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, um, at least yeah. he's gone. That's all that matters. Yeah. Um, you know what else was gone quickly? <laughs> this is terrible. This is a terrible transition. I'm sorry. The hair from your nuts? This is my... No. We're not doing that again. Um, this is the second time I've dunked on Alex Galchenyuk in a 24-hour period. I'm sorry, Alex. I have nothing against you personally. What else but was gone quickly? What else was gone quickly? The illegal peds that oh, was brought yeah, into the true. office because people ate that shit so Post fast. <laughs> Listen, I gone, love our friends. Here, I love second, our friends the the they did not give us enough queso because that shit was gone immediately. <laughs> immediately. Y'all don't immediately. know. We're different over here. I'm actually so salty because we were still traveling back from Las Vegas when illegal pizza was brought in and I missed out on it. And I am angry when I miss uh -huh. out on illegal pizza day. So. Uh -huh. 
What can you do? Uh, uh, some of us had to, to eat, Mac. I'm, well, you could have waited. Could you have just waited a little sucks bit for to me to suck. be here to eat illegal pizza, please? Uh, illegal Pete's is your go-to spot this summer. Kick back and enjoy an ice-cold margarita or cool off with a bucket of high noons. Five high noons for just $22, by the way, which is a screaming deal because we were constantly consuming high noons in Vegas, mm. buckets of high noons. I'm going to tell you right now, that shit was not $22. <laughs> it was much more expensive than that. So don't forget to follow at Illegal Pete's on Instagram to stay up to date with their big events and deals going down this summer. Stay tuned for their stories to win free tickets to concerts you are dying to see. <gasps> they might be giving out Morgan Wallen tickets. Illegal Pete's is here to make Trade this tickets. summer one for the books. I love all the Morgan Wallen uh, puns in the comments, by the way. You guys are hilarious. Connor said, all my homies hate that other ticketing app. Yeah, that's an also elite Zach Bryan reference. So thank you for that, Connor. I'm glad I have someone in the comments who just gets me. Dude, and that is, is Connor. What is What? Um, Zach Bryan released a album called All My Homies Hate Ticketmaster. Because, Did he actually? Yes. That, because okay, Ticketmaster <laughs> sucks. And he fucked. Yes. Ticketmaster fucked up his last I love last how you tour. were like earlier, I'm not going to name the other Ticketmaster. I know. I'm just, we're just name dropping now. Fuck All My Homies Hate Ticketmaster. Um, <laughs> that is yeah, crazy. Elite. Elite album. Elite troll. And that, and then when he went on tour again, he was like, we're moving over to Axis. Don't the Swifties hate yeah, Swifties also hate Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster is down bad. Swifties, like bro. Ticketmaster is not doing well. That's why you should just get your tickets from Game Time and avoid Facts. that other ticketing app that shall not be named. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Phoenix Sports Podcast. Do you have any fun plans this weekend? Uh, uh it's my birthday. It's, it's his birthday it's tomorrow. Birthday. So, I know. So. I was waiting for him to like lead up into it. <gasps> Jake, I'm going to need your help. <gasps> no, you're on your own on this one. Happy birthday to you. You can follow me on Twitter. I can't carry tune. I'm sorry for everyone that has to listen to this. Happy you birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, Sean. Uh, Michaela E. Perkins. Uh, you can follow PHNX on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you. threads if you're one of those kinds of people at PHNX underscore sports. We're live every Friday <laughs> at 1230-ish. Depends, you know, we got things going on. Um, Fridays, you know, there's a lot. A lot happens on Fridays. And like you said, you were doing something a little cool earlier. So we had to push the show a little bit. Yes. Um, which y'all will learn about at some other point. Um, Soon. August, maybe. But thank you so September, much for joining us. Maybe. I'll let you do the outro. You're much better at this. Thank you all so much for joining us. Go wish Sean a happy birthday on Twitter. At Sean DePaz on Twitter. Go wish him a happy birthday. I hope you have a wonderful birthday this thank weekend. You. I very much appreciate it. I am it. very grateful for you for being oh. the best co-host on the face of the planet. I don't know what I would do without you. And I am so excited to celebrate another year of the one, the only <laughs> Sean DePaz. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. We will see you next Friday at 1230. Sean won't be here, but I'll be here and we're going to have a great show anyways. Yeah, yeah. Bye, everyone.